Following is the disclaimer for this program. The information provided herein should not be taken as a substitute for the advice of a pertinently qualified professional. The sole purpose of this is to provide precise particulars. Albeit, no guarantee is assured to the effect regarding the particulars due to the constantly developing essence of the world of knowledge and information. No harm or insult is intended for any individual. The podcasts are intended for informational and educational purposes only and must be used by the listeners and viewers at their own discretion. everyone this is abir tiwari from the statesmanship program in our very own podcast zabani zabani which is an audio visual podcast event where we plan to showcase atypical topics in an unconventional manner now today we have mehul joshi and yashika singla with us our very own team members to discuss and ponder about our topic of mainstream media consumption and content consumption in the audience now before starting i would like yashika and mehul to introduce yourselves mehul um hi i'm mehul joshi i'm a mem- i'm the member of the content development team of the statesmanship program i'm first year student at jaihind college mumbai hello i am yashika singla i am a content writer at statesmanship program and i'm a 12th grader from side school ahmedabad lovely okay so like since all of them have some of their glorious achievements and they have talked about what department they work on i feel that even i should introduce a bit more about myself so this is your operator abir tiwari editorial board the statesmanship program and the content development team now without uh, you know just going ahead without wasting any more of time let's just get to our topic real quick now like since we are talking about media consumption and everything so uh, i would like the audience to know that in this particular time frame the world where we live in there are times where you know the people are very much in my opinion that you know people are driven towards suspense masala and thriller opinions and not what actually the factual news is or what uh, the actual news are like you know the conspiracy theories and everything that's that's something that i believe in and um yashika what are your views on this particular thing I personally believe that normal human psychology it craves for ambiguity we want the scope to judge people to form our own perspective to anticipate what happens so when we talk about very factual news such as uh, rising tax rates or anything that is not something which intrigues us because we do not have the scope to ponder upon what might be what should be and what can be so i personally believe that one main reason uh subjective news is more popular than objective news is because human mind is conditioned in a way that it always it is always very curious about what the future and the past holds for it so yeah that's pretty much from my side right i mean i totally agree with you when you're talking about the human psychology and everything uh, i remember uh, i was and actually mehul uh, has been uh, in the executive board member with me in some emion as well and i remember mehul and i were talking on the same thing about human psychology and everything mehul if you remember would you like to shed some light on uh, the same thing sure so i think the i think i completely agree with yashika here that there is this scope of ambiguity a thrill that they generate that you know people in this in the monotonous life that they live it's easier for them and it gives them thrill uh, to you know make assumptions about other people to you know to the basic news that they're consuming when you start making it more interesting there's more viewership 
brown people as that and i think in as the indian society we've seen that it's a tried and tested method that you invoke drama in anything and there will be more viewership for you so i think the indian news uh, now the scene and journalism as a whole we believe that you know we've at the stage that we believe that drama is a tool that we can use to invoke interest from the end of people right i mean i agree with you and the very same thing i think that's the very same thing that you had told me in the past as well and um there's this one particular saying um you know when journalism goes to the dogs let's not talk more about that let's just keep it as a saying and let's not refer to anything particular so now i i i i, I saw mehul talking about uh, somewhat like you know um, the people and uh, the privacy the crux of his thing so which 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 comes to the very next question uh, to mehul itself so now mehul when you are talking about privacy and everything so mehul uh, a lot of times you know um, we see that you know the screenshots for of influential people if they post something wrong they made viral in such a fashion that you know um the the entire world laughs at them the world makes a mockery out of their particular uh, act which was done by mistake and you know they often face a social dilemma so what are your views here i think we've just become at this point very very judgmental of people who are in positions of influence and visibility we believe that they are expected to uphold certain standards unrealistic standards which they are not because they as humans also deserve the basic right to privacy which in the recent times has seen you know not a lot of surfers of human lives violate their basic rights to privacy so i think the this glorification and more than that this fact that you know that they should have the right to live a life a personal life that you know they shouldn't be hounded by uh, these photographers these journalists that is something i think we should make sure that you know from our end as consumers of these um, sources of media that we make sure that we are urging the these creators to maintain privacy for our uh, journal uh, for our celebrities as well that's right i mean uh, yeah that's that's a very firm belief that at the end of the day indeed yes i mean um, they are celebrities um, but you know at the end of the day they are human beings as such uh now when we're talking about influential people and everything i certainly know that yashika possesses some um, you know liking for influential people and serials and everything yashika what are your views on um, you know celebrities indeed celebrities but yet at the end of the day being human beings uh so yes i mean just because you're a public figure does not makes us the judge of fact whether they deserve privacy or not it's not just about influencers uh, in current pandemic situation all of us are consuming content via social media we are so much active on the net and i still remember when the early cases of covid 19 were out medical reports of people were without their knowledge being circulated on social media so now when we talk about the circulation it's not just about opinions and perspectives of influential people it leads to creation of fake news on that domain apart from that somewhere with so much use of social media we have forgotten the thin difference between commenting and presenting your opinions and cyberbullying influential people on social media open any post of any person who matters who has a platform and all you see is hate comments and troll it's your preference to see their content or not they are not forcing you to consume that so i think we all should be liable of the of our own preferences rather than blaming them them for their opinions 
right i mean i uh, agree on what yashika said about you know opening the comment sections for the celebrities because i remember after the, the recent cases which are which is like you know unfolding in this uh, these days in the country i see that most of the people who might or might not have connections to that case are being um, you know uh, given hate comments or uh, being sent hate messages just on the basis of their religion for that matter you know this i i feel that you know this false sense of patriotism at times is very hilarious at times because people who lack their own um, it's the thing to you know uh, uh, judgment and you know who try to act as pseudo intellectuals are those who might act like as you know a poison to um, uh, our, our society as such now when we are talking about hate speeches and everything when we are talking about the human beings and celebrities i think one more thing is that um, it was said in some uh, some some there it was in some book or some uh, movie that a person is made what the society makes him or her okay so my next question would be revolving around the very same thing that since we are talking about how human beings they are can uh, you shed light on mehul can you shed light on the fact that you know how they are glorified on what they are or what their previous professions were whereas the people who actually uh, you know deserve the glory or the glorification were uh, totally absent from their comment section or from their um, mentions for that matter so uh, abir i think i completely agree that you know we as human beings like we as consumers of the current media have made this thing that you know we're glorifying celebrities for doing the bare minimum and the people who are actually responsible for those things just get lost somewhere like uh, the most best example in this case would be uh, these movies that are made on people like say padman for that example or even panga the people the actual sports people who were behind those movies never get that recognition as so much as those celebrities are getting and something that people need to understand at this point is that every person at the end of the day is fundamentally flawed every person will have flaws this idealization that your celebrities are a, out of the concept an alien who is extremely perfect in every respect of life cannot happen and you have to understand that at certain points you will disagree with them at certain points they will do actions that are not correct according to you but then there has to be certain amount of freedom that we need to give them that that amount of space that they need to become a human being and this glorification of anybody for that matter be it a celebrity or person from any domain of life should not be done so i think abir i completely agree that you know that this glorification is something that we as consumers of the media need to actively challenge we need to challenge our own mindset when we are watching these when content and talking about people that there needs to be a countering of this glorification right i mean uh, when you are talking about uh, padman panga and uh, even dangal for that matter and many other uh, movies to say for that matter you know who are inspirational for that matter uh, the, and there was this one more movie chapak deepika was there and many more movies which are coming what i feel is that you know um, the people come in the real people who they come in limelight just for like a, a particular period and then they are maybe like lost back to back in the history pages or back in their hometowns or something like that ishika what, what do you think about this uh, i think today in the morning only i saw this video about sonam wangchuk and it took me to this glorious movie all of us have seen three idiots 
the video talked about his efforts in uh, reforms in the field of education whereas the movie never highlighted that point so yeah i totally agree with the uh, fact that this limelight is very short lived and sometimes it is actually for not even the cause the person actually has worked for apart from that um, yes so what happens is when we are celebrating our major festivals like diwali ganpati rather than going down in my society and seeing what kind of idol, what idol there is i'd rather search in google about how our celebrities are celebrating that festival so we are not living in the real world we are living in that real life of appeal and beauty and grandeur and i think few days back one of leading media channels was celebrating engineers day by talking about the college dropouts from engineering school rather than thanking engineers who make buildings or behind constructions of major infrastructure in our country what who we are thanking are college dropouts from engineering college so i think that maybe it's high time we do not give over attention to public influencers and our celebrities and focus on the right people i mean yes i agree on you when we're talking about those infrastructures for that matter that you know the real architects should be given uh, more importance whereas um, you know um, the 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 people who have um, been or enacted those things so i i feel that all of this is like a uh, you know the facade of the real life what we are living we often uh, just imagine things of you know whatever though they, they uh, those people do or whatever they purchase for that matter which brings me uh, uh, to uh, discussing about uh, now since we have talked about you know the real people and the facade for that matter which brings me to a very important uh, point that i was having a conversation it's like a daily thing that we have a conversation is content consumption what kind of content you know is showcased in the movies and what kind of uh, what what is the reality for that matter i mean mehul what do you think about the current uh, generation and their uh, type of content consumption though we have talked about in the first point but what do you think the current generation likes i think it's become very clickbaity if i have to use a word i think the onion is something that works with this audience that you know whatever can catch the public eye becomes the perfect and i think this has become very toxic because we've had this content you know if people know that a certain thing works they're just going to use it so many times until it becomes so redundant and then in that you know that am um, that fight and that race for you know getting the same kind of content out again and again and again which is becoming so monotonous like just to take an example uh, in around 2016 some some a very famous show called permanent roommates came into picture after which we saw this entire line of short shows coming in but i think after 4 years of that happening at this point i genuinely would not like to see something like that again because we've exhausted our scope with respect to concepts and there is a need to be dynamic in terms of the different kind of content that we produce and i think the best thing about our generation is that we are dynamic consumers that one month you will be you know obsessed about a certain show and the other month you will completely shift over to another show like at some point of time i think all of us have been obsessed with friends then there was the office which came into picture and now you see that people are obsessed with shit creek as a show so i think that change is something good because it is giving a limelight to different different kinds of producers in these times so i think that's something good happening a good change 
I mean, I, I, I do agree with you where um, the current, as, as we have already talked about it, that, you know, how the, how, how the current generation completely defenestrates the factual uh, thing about it or like, you know, the real thing about it and what they want is Bada, Bada Gadi and, uh, you know, hotshot protagonist and actress and everything, one villain fight and everything. So, so um, this is uh, something that we should focus upon, and uh, and Yashika uh, being one of the important um, person that I, I had, I have conversation with her every day on some some new movie which comes in. So, Yashika, what are your views on the very same thing that I just talked about about the defenestration of the factual theories? So. Uh... I mean, uh, given the fact we are a content-consuming audience, I believe we have more. We have been given more power than we are responsible for. We are. We are. Uh, okay. To be very frank, we. I can term the current audience as sentimental fool. We base our preferences on peer pressure, on suggestions through social media, on uh, critics, etc. And apart from the fact, in current domain, we just saw that people went around disliking trailers of movies just because it. featured star kids and everyone is everyone in the current indian industry is going against nepotism so when we talk about uh, content consumption we can divide it into movies and serials now particularly as someone who watches indian tv dramas i can assure everyone that no one in those serials ever goes to work yet they have these big grand houses and they give false hopes to the youngsters about what future holds them and uh, apart from the youngsters uh, even for our older generation they want to imitate the kind of fashion they have the jewelry they have the grandeur of their celebrations of a uh, mere event such as maybe an anniversary or the birthday it actually guides our preferences not just about the content but also in our real life so it is the real affecting the real which at some which at times can get very toxic and but yes it has its positive so when we are talking about movies and series they do take up issue in a very layman layman uh, foundation so as to get the audience connected with them but at the same time i think somewhere down the line it is very much influential and at the same and very fictional and also not to forget the fact in consumption that currently we have our production houses and directors who focus on looks so sometimes it happens i'm casually watching a movie and i completely forget the lesson the movie is trying to tell me and my focus is on how good the actor is looking so yes our focuses are not actually on the topic it should be hey, i mean, uh, people. i i i totally agree with you and especially uh, now since now since we have switched on to indian tv serials like you have got like a very strong point in there like two things like of what i feel is that you know whenever we watch indian serials so first of all um, um the the trend these days with the generation of today is that are indian serials kon dekhta hai i mean they are kafi underrated right like koni dekhta hoga like to you know and they they attach several stereotypes to it as well now we'll talk about the stereotypes in some time but um i i actually feel the very same way where you are talking where yashika was talking about how it guides it but i have like a very um, strong word for it rather than guiding i would say that at times uh, when you talking talking about indian serial 
they dictate our choice the way we behave the way we celebrate i mean i remember my relatives having a conversation uh, not just on anniversary as you talked about ki like um, yaar yeah, apan anniversary manayenge na to saath nibhana saathiya mein jaise karenge na waisi karna i mean you get that point okay ya yeah, agar kahi saadi lene jana hai ya kuch shopping karne jana hai to they are like ki um, wo kokila bed ne wo pehna tha to ye usne komolika ne wo pehna tha waisi saadi chahiye so so that's something that i believe in and mehul being one of the person i did his opinion here who does not watch indian series and who is you know alien to the fact of the um, you know the grandeur of the indian series mehul what do you think okay so i think like okay so i have been a very big watcher of these shows initially very late like last of the last four five years i've not been watching them so i think the points that yashika put forward are very right i think around 2000s when ekta kapoor as a person was very influential in the circuit uh, the serial circuit so i think when she came out with the shows we saw this entire uh, like a market for a new kind of content coming into play while at the same time i think so many years down the line i think we propagated a lot of things that were very toxic for example uh, fights between mother in laws and daughter in laws something i think pitching women against each other that as a concept the fact that men in the house don't need to work that you know they just wear suits and they go out of the door and then some imaginary way money comes in i think that's something that we've done over the years but then the thing is ki we have to realize that people are gradually changing their taste that you know that at one point of time a shit serials like sasbi kabhi bahut thi kumkum used to be what we as kids have also watched and you know shows like big boss still remain something that you know no matter how much people cringe about them people still watch those shows but i think recently there has been a lot of shift i in this entire paradigm we've seen uh, things like the entire market for online web series coming into play people like ekta kapoor who have been predominantly running the tv serials shifting to this medium with bringing something like an old balaji which is which like for example if you see the web series uh, something like a family man or something like say a this thing uh, mirzapur wouldn't be something that our parents would like to watch uh, given the political nature of those shows the language used in those shows and a lot of other things so i think now that we're making web shows also towards their taste that's something that is changing in this paradigm i do not frown upon those shows there is some there is an audience that completely is out there for those shows it's important that we recognize that there are flaws in every kind of content that we're consuming and that you know despite that we need to actively recognize these flaws call out these flaws that you know that this is a problem that we have at hand and i think baki to whatever everybody likes to watch is something they like to watch but it's important that we are mindful of what we are watching yeah so i mean adding on to this part as someone has faced a lot of uh, almost criticism about kind of content i like to consume half of my life has been a uh, half of my life is first trying to explain to people that ye rishta kya kehlata hai is not produced by ekta kapoor so i think ekta kapoor is almost a stereotype in herself and uh, people actually forget the fact that indian tv serials are the biggest way to reach out to audience about societal issues and they do talk about it they talk about 
uh, female harassment in families they 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 provide the solutions to such problems and in rural areas it is very impactful where wherein people actually ignore small small things the audience actually comes to know about such hidden topics but at the same time we do have content like some shows which are normalizing obsessive love disorder maybe the kind of content creators we have they do not go well with psychological subjectivity but at the same time their sociology is on point so yes right i mean when they are, when you were talking about um, this this particular thing about you know um, how people or how influence it makes i mean i totally agree with you but like you know they organize even in the serials um, they organize various that dan dakshina thing and everything and everything uh, but we have left with there, there are two important topics that yashika talked about uh, about the society and everything now uh, we'll, we'll talk about the stereotype just after this what i want you all to ponder upon and uh, tell our audience is the fact that you know uh, since we are indians after all so how do you think has been a shift from you know the way we celebrate our festivities uh, in in real life and how it has changed after watching these uh, serials take the example of the the festival of gangor jo hota hai like you know uh, from rajasthan like after watching satnivana satya has completely changed or karwa chauth or something like that so so what are your views uh, starting from yashika I mean, I think the biggest change that came into my life was uh, instead of focusing on lighting the dia, I focused on how pretty the candle is looking. And instead of cutting the cake, my focus would be on acha festoons. Are they colorful enough? Are they shiny enough? So I think a lot of materialism has gone into the spirit of events. But at the same time, it's almost like uh, hiring a, a marriage. a planner or maybe taking inspiration on the serial it's the same thing it's just that for a marriage planner it's for your individual marriage a serial actually gives inspiration to a lot of couples out there so as to how can they direct their best days so yeah okay i mean okay i i agree with the marriage planner thing that's like a big it requires a big hefty budget now people do think about that and that costs them things now okay mehul what are your views I think Yashika brought up a very, very important thing that needs to be talked about. That is consumerism and capitalism. How we're entering, you know, we're so consumeristic in our choices now. Now, I think when you're talking about festivals, something like a Karwa Chauth, which is so uh, reserved to Punjabis and North Indians, has now become a pan-Indian festival because of shows like, like the initial shows where which we had in the 2000s. You know, making them at such grandeur that people started believing that okay, this is also an option. and at this point i think we've just deviated so much from our own cultural beliefs more than to what is shown on those shows and how it works out and we've created this market for this entire consumeristic thinking you know humne dekha hai ki we've seen that in this show this festival was celebrated in a certain manner so now you would see the shops also selling it in that manner referencing those shows telling you that okay uh, see in this show this was brought up this way so you know you can buy this so which is good in a matter because you know it is boosting up your economy you know there is a good side to that but i think we need to actively recognize that there is consumerism that we are promoting from our end i mean that's more like a, a having like or hiring a, a star for your product what we call right like star campaigner in elections it's more like hiring a star campaigner for your products now uh, since we have talked about you know the things 
Now, it is important for us to talk about stereotypes and Indian serials or Indian movies for that matter. Now, uh, you, Yashika, Yashika was talking about how Ekta Kapoor is a stereotype in itself. I mean, I remember like since I have like uh, a taste for Indian serials. I mean, I adore Indian serials. I love the conspiracy theories and everything. I, I do love. So many times people just call me that, you know, um, how much of an Ekta Kapoor are you? I mean, I always reply in like a very positive fashion that 110%. But we cannot ignore the stereotypes and prejudices attached to that those things. So now, um, when we talk about stereotypes, uh, I often wonder about, uh, you know, I myself am an open bisexual person. So uh, it concerns me at times about the representation of the LGBTQ plus community in um uh, in the bollywood or in the indian society and in the um, the hollywood uh, where they are given um, you know the more screen time than as compared to the uh, the, the indian media or uh, the indian um, you know the serials and everything so so what are your views mehul starting from you i think there's something very beautifully brought up by you about stereotypes and i think that's what we run upon that I think this hatred, a lot of this hatred is very misfound in this entire Ekta Kapoor stereotype, but I think a lot of it is also because of actively recognizing that those shows have also perpetuated a lot of misogyny in the society. This entire thing, you know, saas bahu kabhi behenid, friends nahi ho sakte, that, you know, that the uh, bahus of the house have to fight among each other, that misogyny stems from there. When you talk about the LGBTQ plus community, where is the society so homophobic that, you know, our films, our shows have used them as characters of comedy. You know, there has been comedy at behest of them. We have seen people like Chunky Pandey who've been, although not from the community, somehow made to trick into that idea that they're from the community and then there is comedy at their sense. And I think it's, so that is something that we need to recognize that, you know, that this is happening. But I think it is, it is a little positive that now we're seeing a lot of change in this respect, you know, that one show that is very close to my heart is uh, Amazon Prime Video's Made in Heaven, wherein it has been so beautifully brought out how the community itself has so many challenges that people cannot openly express themselves, that there is a fear of violence, there is a fear of societal ostracization. And I think that is something that we need talking about. Hollywood has uh, been brought up that, you know, we have seen them from very initial years bringing it up, but I think it's a little unfair to judge compare ourselves with them because they relatively are a more progressive society than us but i think we can always learn from them people in the west very soon recognize that shows like friends were very homophobic in a lot of respects be it chandler's dad or be it how they talked about you know um, ross's ex-wife they were very homophobic and they have been very quick to bring up like uh, shows like killing eve or be it uh, so many shows that we have from the West. And I think that is something that we as a society need to work upon in our tastes and in the shows that we watch. I mean, uh, when we are talking about that, I, I remember there was this one um, Netflix series, if I'm not mistaken, where uh, in the first season, everyone was normal. I mean, I'll not say normal, sorry, normal would be a very uh, wrong word. Uh, uh, they were. Uh, they were not homosexual, they are not from the community, but in the second season, it turns out that they all, most of them are homosexual in nature. But, but that's a something which is good. I mean, uh, even in the Indian uh, Indian movies, I, I remember a few movies which the people have been accepting. Um, like ek, one movie was done by Sonam Kapoor, Ek Ladki Ko Dekha To Aisa Laga, uh, followed by Shub Mangal Zadha Savdhan, which was like, which was like something like a, a, a lash or 
a promote promotion to the lgbt community so now mehul has talked about more towards that uh, yashika what do you think about the lgbtq uh, how are they represented as a comic character or something like that uh, in indian serials okay so first i'll talk about the fact i am a big shahrukh khan fan so my every week weekly ritual is watching kal ho na ho at least once now when i watch movies like kal ho na ho or dostana or for that matter uh, or for that matter even raja hindustani the kind of representation given to the community is as comic relief and uh, even in our old movies is a very general stereotype then that the brothel owners are uh, often shown as transgender people which actually leads to a lot of uh, misinformation and misrepresentation of the community we had great movies like aligarh which were uh, which received backlash from the public even though they were on the right topics now apart from that talking about serials uh, indian serials actually do not talk much about homosexuality given it is a very new concept in uh, to the kind of audience they are trying to cater but then still there are some shows like there is this really great show called shakti astitva ke ehsas ki which actually talks about generations and uh, generations and you know their own struggles with their identity of being a transgender and how they are normal human beings and not some alien concept but yes i think indian serials have a lot of scope to actually work upon this uh, topic because given the fact adequate representation has not been given in that area but for indian movies there is representation but the representation is most of the times misrepresentation I mean, I agree to your points as well. Where we are talking about, you know, how uh, even is Shakti Astitva ke asas ki, where they talk about the Kinnar community as a whole, and how the Indian serials totally divert themselves from the homosexual community. But that's the truth, and I think um, change is something which which happens at a gradual pace. It's not an overnight process. So now, having said that, I think that we have had like a very fruitful conversation and discussion about um, the set topics from uh, from our team. So, if you uh, wish to sum up uh, these things, the, 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 this particular conversation, Mehul, how would you sum this conversation in very short or brief? I think there is a lot of agreement about the fact that the status quo isn't right. That there is a need for radical change in terms of the. people who create this content and realizing that you know they aren't solely responsible for the content that is going out that we as consumers need to actively take part in this process you know object to content as yashika brought up multiple times about how you know we have to recognize that we are promoting this content we are putting out the wrong ideas and you know actively counter this bias that is there so much in our society and the viewership and i think we need to now the thing is that we have as individual consumers we do not know how we can do that so i think there is a need for expert opinion on that matter so as to how we as consumers can promote better cinema better shows and how we can become more better audience that responsibility and how we can discharge those responsibilities we would require a more experienced person to explain us that you know we need more reading into that with respect to that Fair. I mean, uh, very well summed up. Yashika, what what are your uh, what what's your conclusion or uh, what, what how do you want to leave the audience? I mean, I still remember my class eleven sociology paper. The first question in the long answer section we had was explain the role of media as a poignant agent of social socialization. So. 
the subject at hand is a vast opportunity to people and ideas in it is fundamentally formed on opinions and perspectives in the kind of content we have the perception of content actually differs for all so it, it is a very interesting topic to talk about and to conclude this topic is actually kind of tough because we are moving in a direction wherein we all are expecting a change in how the content is being made and i believe as audience as individuals what we can do is uh, consume whatever we think is adequate right morally ethically but for collective efforts it is something i personally believe maybe an expert could guide us better but yes at least we can have this sense of awareness amongst our peer and social groups fair enough i think both of you very beautifully summed up with that and with that said having said that um i abir tiwari will take leave for you but before leaving let me just tell you that indeed we are leaving you with so many questions of your own about be the indian cinemas or indian media for that matter but we had statement statementship program indeed seek viewership as our only incentive and as our only thing that will makes uh, that will make us succeed and hence we are inviting mr prakardeep jain for our next part where he is an he is a filmmaker based out of mumbai who is an expert in this particular subject who will answer more to your questions with our very own team member kartik tulsian and with that said i abir tiwari of this from the statesmanship program take uh, their signs out and have a good day